Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor, and it's a Thursday. We don't record on Thursdays very often, do we? Yeah, not, not anymore. Really. No, used to. negative. That no, used to abomination of, of humanity usually prevents it, but now that he's not here, Liam was like, I can record on Thursdays. I'm a good human being, and here we are. Yes. Oh my god. Another, mm-hmm. another day of no Raymond, so therefore the... Uh, I don't know. I think we might tip the scales into morally neutral today instead of just know. dang According nasty According to evil. some people on the podcast, I've now got in the running for one of the most awful human beings. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Which is fine. You can all think that. I don't give a shit. I'm still vindicated. Wait, wait, wait. Join wait, the Roll for 10 Discord podcast, to stay up to date. <laughs> according to the people in the Discord, because that's oh, different. I meant to say the people in the Discord if I say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I didn't even watch that. I've I've not been very very closely watching uh, the past few days. Unfortunately, no, there, there there is a there is a handful of people. Uh, shout out to Eliminator who were like, I don't know. Since Raymond's gone, it was feeling a little devoid of douchebaggery. But no, <laughs> after this last story, and I was like, right. listen, they deserve it. <laughs> <Listen> <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> so you know, occasionally, based on where you work, you hear statements that at your work mean, you know, they make complete sense and are, there's nothing wrong with them. Yet when mm. you remove the context, there are oh horrible, boy. horrible statements that should never be oh said boy. at work. I and love context today, one of, the, one of my quality control gals came up to me and said, they turned up the vibrator so the nuts would come faster and now the sacks <laughs> are overfilling. <laughs> <laughs> that is artisanal. Oh, yes. Perfect. Wow. And I was like, Perfect. wait, wait a minute. I wish you could condense that How sentence. could you deliver that with a straight face? <laughs> That's how uh, you know somebody's just given oh up on happiness. That is a gem formed in the mind of please God. Tell me that is had, please tell me you had your phone out and like nope. TikTok over no, just, She just God walked damn. in and said it and I'm like, ah. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> I couldn't oh, say that so kind of good. line without cracking. I, I cracked. Dude. Yeah. No, I, it was awesome. At what point is it on purpose? Because like I sometimes oh, yeah. I refuse to believe like it, it's like that Patton Oswalt thing where you like when you try to make humor that is necessarily like, you know, quote unquote naughty or or well, curse so that you can, work, you can just work. make it like like cartoonish to soften the blow but it's worse (laughs) this is a walnut processing plant the hopper fills with walnuts there is a vibratory feed pan that causes the walnuts to go onto a scale Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. they dump into a sack it gets sewn shut and palletized i've I've seen this video yeah, mm-hmm. so the the vibratory pan, which everyone just refers to as the vibrator, the lady filling it, if she turns it up too high, it causes the nuts to go in too fast, and thusly the bag's weight is too high because the the scale it's going mm-hmm. faster than the scale can close the gate. Mm-hmm. And everything she said was on point, perfectly made sense, and I hear variations of that every day. But she was annoyed because it happened yesterday, and the mechanic went and yelled at them, and now she's trying to deal with it. It, and it was just so funny. The delivery was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> oh my god! So, how did you feel in the moment hearing that? Were you just like, "Oh, yep, another day of the job. This is a thing oh, no, that's happening." No, I, was I like, immediately you, like, started laughing. Funny. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I immediately started laughing. It took Good. her a moment to realize what she even said, and then she goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> mm, phrasing, oh, phrasing. It's yeah, important. I don't get anything like that. Everything is very like, I don't know. I guess some some terms are different. Like 
when you call an exclamation point a bang and you're trying to tell somebody over the phone, you're just like, all right, bang, bang, just type bang, bang, and touch this file. I need you to bang And then me. you're like, fuck. That's about the best <laughs> that I can get. You say bang, bang, and they go, you shot me down? <laughs> you right. shot me down, bang, bang. I had a force field. I think oh, the, uh, the, the only uh, like funny out of context one I've had at work is, you know, we have, we have database, uh, or databases we maintain and servers and stuff like that. And, and uh, you know, backing that information up is obviously very important, you know, depending on the sensitivity of the information, all that. And we had one of the database or one of the, one of the uh, database administrators was, um, I'm sorry, one of the programmers was, was upset at one of the database administrators. Sounds and, about right. And he, and he's like, he's like, he goes, he goes, uh, I won't say names. I'll, I'll call him Robert for the sake of this story. He goes, Robert, why won't you just back it up for me, man? You know, and like the way, the way he said it was like, you know, like, you know, like twerking was like the, the, the inference Robert, there. Back it up for me. He's like, he goes, dude, Bobby, I, get goes, that out of goes, here. Yeah, he was like, all I wanted you to do, man, was back it up for me, man. That's all I wanted you to do. All and I like, need you to do is and, and it's like these, Yeah, like, and our cubicles are only half height. They're not full height cubicles. So everyone can see this, this exchange going on and, and people just turn around and start cracking, cracking up. And, and, um, and, and the, uh, I'll, I'll call him, I'll call him Sean. Sean was, he was just pissed. Sean, the programmer was pissed, you know, cause, cause he'd been, well, he'd been trying to, things. yeah, he'd been trying to get it working for like, uh, about a week. And, and he's like, what the fuck's so funny? And he's like looking over and it was like phrasing, man, like phrasing. <laughs> he was just, he was so tilted, but, uh, good times, good times. But then he it's finally, he finally realized how, you know, how he delivered the message and, we actually got a smile out of him for once. So it all worked out in the end, I guess. I mean, programmers and database admins are mortal enemies. So that's probably about the nicest that he's ever spoken to that man before. (laughs) Just Just like Trevor and HOA presidents. Don't you love HOA? I don't even know if I ever told the story on the show, but I've told the story a lot. Jesus. Right before uh, Hurricane Harvey, everybody knows what that is. Hurricane Harvey flooded the shit out of Houston, right? Right before Dude, Hurricane Harvey. Episode. Right. Well, I mean, I'm dating <laughs> the episode as after. What the hell? Shut I'm up. just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it destroys the illusion. <laughs> after her, right in the lead up to Hurricane Harvey, I um, was on Nextdoor, which is awful. Don't get on Nextdoor. If you're not mm. on Nextdoor, don't get on it. It's like mm. just. Excuses for people to be racist for no reason is really Next all it is. is just Facebook without a condom. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's okay. not. It's pretty good. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Ironically, so that actually tells me everything I need to know about it, not knowing anything uh, about it. So well there done, you Jake. go. You're welcome. So I get on and I'm asking if there's any. I I was relatively new to Houston and this was my first like big storm event. I was like, hey, is there anywhere like a um, sandbag filling station? Because in Baton Rouge and like all mm-hmm. over Louisiana. Mm-hmm. There's sandbag filling stations everywhere. They, they just go and they dump, you know, 150, 200 yards of sand and They're people just, just go and fill up bags. Exactly. And they, yep. you know, people bag up around the house and stuff. So I had flooded before already. And uh, I was like, I, I want a I sandbag, right? Anywhere I can get it. And they're like, 
Ha <laughs> ha. Kingwood doesn't flood. That's a HOA president. Uh, Kingwood doesn't flood. You don't need to worry so much. Well, Hurricane Harvey happened. And not only did my neighborhood flood like crazy, her house flooded, which is just beautiful. And there was like seven feet of water standing all over in uh, like the, the, the business district area of where we are. And like, I remember trying to go out and uh, just see what the damage was the day after it happened, like before everything flooded big time, because up north, what they did is they opened up the spillway on Lake Conroe and it all just mm-hmm. rushed down the San Jacinto river. And like I was out and there were cops going up and down the main drag being, you know, with their sirens going and like doing on the, the bullhorn, like everybody get off the street. There's water coming. And within about 10 minutes, there was like a 10 foot column of water just coming down the street, just freaking demolished a ton of crap. Anyway, Damn. that's why my HOA president is my mortal enemy. I, I cannot stand her so much. Jesus Roll for initiative. Right. Exactly. I ran into her one time. She didn't know who I was. I knew who she but was. I, I was trying to, exactly. but I knew. <laughs> yeah, it's tried to be cordial, you know, because you, you imagine know, my, her going my kids home were there. And be like, honey, I just had the strangest interaction with the heaviest breathing. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> the reddest man I've ever seen. I just was staring me down. Was like, you guys were sitting in the half inches talk. No, uh, I got, I ended up getting banned. I ended up getting banned from next door because I was making merciless fun of the people that were like reviewing places like fucking McDonald's (laughs) earnestly. Wow. And I said something to the point of like, ah, yes, McDonald's for when your mayonnaise sandwich is just a touch too vets, uh, zesty and never, never changed Kingwood. And I got banned for that. Whatever. I'm fine with not being constantly hit by the like, I saw a brown person on the street. Someone call the cops because that's how next door pretty much always is. It's awful. Yikes, if you're man. on next door, you absolutely know that I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> it's exactly how it is. And, and I'm, and I'm, uh, you're heard. This is a, an accepting place. I understand you, but this is also the same person who's like work at every place you've worked for the last 10 years has been like, can you not with your opinions on social media? Yeah, no, this is true. Yep. <laughs> really? Wow. No, definitely. Yeah. No, like my current job wow. when they hired me, they're like, yeah. Um, so can you not be the person you are online, please? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Trevor had to make a separate wow. Facebook account that didn't have his profile picture, but instead it was Mayor McCheese. Oh, no, no, I, that was completely different. That was like my old Facebook account. <laughs> that was account, totally yeah. different, Jake. No, that Jesus. was just because I, was, I ghosted everybody after like the 2016 election because everybody was just like ridiculous. It was bad. And you were in Texas. But yeah, they were yeah. all very, yeah, and I'm in Texas, right? Everyone uh, where I work was like, yeah, you need to not be you. Well, okay. I've been pretty good. I've only I've only gotten in trouble like three times in the past five years for being a little extra, and I I've since completely ex- extricated myself from those interactions. Right? So, it's whatever, good. man. It We've all grown. Is. We have, except me. Fuck that guy who videotaped. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the guy. Fuck that dude. Well, gentlemen. I think it's time to head back into the abomination vaults because 
who we had a bit of a cliffhanger last week that, you know, I said, and then you see this and we didn't even describe what this is. So I imagine there's people that were very angry or maybe sitting there with bated breath waiting for us to tell them what you saw. You described like the leather armor and some things, uh, yeah, but you just didn't did. go super just, in depth. Yeah, nothing in depth. Right. So as a little recap last week after destroying the Watcher in what you could surmise as Belcor's apartments. You continued through, found like a little trophy room uh, with some fantastic knowledge rolls. You determined that in that trophy room were a drow, a drider, and an urtafan. You searched their bodies, found some interesting things, a set of prayer beads, a uh, potion of mist form, and a plus one striking composite longbow. You left the apartments back into the endless illusion, illusory hallway, uh, ended up going around the corner um, and peeking your head out to the area where there was an interesting and very uh, frightening looking altar. It gave Marcus the heebie-jeebies and y'all all proceeded to head back south onto the pavilion where you first saw Jaw. Hopped off the pavilion, went to take a look at the massive fungusoid tentacled thing. Determined it was a dead Atuya or Odiag, if you're an idiot. And, um... <laughs> God damn. I'm sorry. I, I can't get over that one. I love it. God damn. <laughs> and uh, heard some very interesting noises in the south of that chamber. Went out into some deep, or not, not so deep, about three foot deep black water, very dark, and saw the same sort of ghostly green apparition that you had seen throughout the gauntlet that you believed may have been Otari at that point. You were very worried about what it may have been, so Marcus attempted to cast Disrupt Undead, which was repelled, and then Cecil cast Burning Hands. In the same area, and that rose this spirit who more or less thanked you for the warmth and then proceeded to tell you that you have to tell someone this place is a weapon. Yeah, remember how, uh, remember, remember how the dwarf said that and we were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we didn't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's pretty cool, man. (laughs) I'm going to show you this thing that you saw again. I want you to give me a little bit of a description. It is um, an emaciated corpse in leather armor. More skeletal than anything. It is It is Orlando Bloom as a Scooby-Doo ghost. <laughs> oh my That's god, it is. That is surprisingly That's accurate. Pretty, pretty wow. close. Damn, Micah. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Say you're Very succinct. I appreciate it. Uh, like a French mustache and goatee combo. Uh, got like what looks like these throwing daggers on a bandolier and a blue sash. There's no bandoliers in 2E. What are you talking about? He looks very roguish. Yeah, roguish. His pants look like they were being worn I by I remember when there was bandoliers in 2E. <laughs> that playtest swag. You could say it's very roguelike. Huh? Oh. Oh. He seems I'll, to be bathed in like a green flame, very similar to the green uh, uh, energy that you've been seeing throughout Gauntlet in the places where you suspect it was Otari. 
I'm really excited to see how this plays out now that our super tanky psychic is at the front of our combat line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the highest AC in the party, baby. Yeah. And Hell yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think Marcus might have you beat now. Uh, I'll never be beat. For I don't think AC? anybody still knows what your what your class is, Marcus. I don't know that you've ever actually said it. There was some interesting did. speculation about it. Speculation about in the Discord that you were a seeker, uh, a seeker cleric from uh, Clerics Plus. You were a seeker. seeker. Oh no, yeah. no, no! Which is a really I, cool subclass, by the way. It's a great subclass. I Keep an eye out a, for the Team Plus review on uh, Creators Corner. It's coming soon. Ooh. I am a champion. Yeah, I believe yeah. I believe we talked about it after the uh, the fight last time. I said, please remind me to use my fucking reaction because yeah, I'm no, awful about totally. that. Yep. So he begins to say something to you. Uh, I ignore him. Right? I ignore him. <laughs> I say, fuck <laughs> you. Fuck's sake. I don't believe anything the undead say. Undead say. And, uh... Oh. Oh. Ooh. The basilisk is back. Don't the music. Like, it's back. Don't like that. And as he's saying these things to you, this place is a weapon. What? What are you? No, don't. Come closer. You need to come closer to me. And as he's saying that, appearing in your midst are three wisp-like entities. And with hmm. that... They begin to swirl and kind of dive bomb you and go up in the air and around your heads and kind of this cackling noise, like a gurgling, laughing, kind of echoing in the chamber. And with that, I need everybody to roll for initiative. Oh, Anna. <laughs> uh, we've been ganked. We have been ganked by creatures that are immune to magic damage. Mm. I just rolled a natural one for initiative. I am going to commit toaster bath. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. It's the manliest way to commit suicide, honestly. (laughs) Toaster Toaster bath. I've never heard that before. I just will. My favorite thing is always when I make Trevor laugh so hard that he has to nervously look into the other room to see if he bothered his wife. That's exactly <laughs> what I just did. Yep. That's how I know I don't I have did a it. door on my recording space. So I it like know goes you out don't. To the this, entire house. It's a large point of contention. Sarah's like, I don't like doors. No, it's not. I just don't have a good I know. Place She's my sister-in-law. I can fucking make fun of her. I'm one of the few people that can. All right. Marcus, let's start with you. Give me that initiative. 28 perception. Excellent, excellent. Uh, let's go with Jake. What you get? I want to rub this uh, one in. Um, nine. What would you roll? Uh, remember, I said natural one. Shh, shh, say it again. I want to hear it. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> I, I rolled a natural one. Oh, yeah, baby. Do it again. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. You know the lowest integer on a twenty-sided die. And who's left? Did I get everybody? As Mordred, did I get you? Fifteen for a twenty-two. I put that in. I think that's everyone. All right, now we can actually move on to the combat. After I made it weird, congratulations. And I helped. Right. All right. Combat starts up. Up first, this lovely. Lovely boy, Otari Ilvashti. Tacitus, 
Huh? You feel something strange, as if cold is gripping you and crawling on your skin as Otari emerges from your shadow and makes a strike at the will of the wisp. Oh. Oh. Hello. Oh, epic. Mm-hmm. All right. I did not do the... Oh, actually, no, I think I, I might have crushed it. Yeah, I think I might have crushed it. Oh, that's a hit. That's a 20... Nope, that's not a hit. That's 27. It's a miss, though. <laughs> Crap. Man, he crushed it. That's a miss it. on a 27. I thought I crushed it. it, man. 27 is a miss. That's a high, right. It's a big number. Right. It's a big number. Sure is. Uh, it's, a little, it's a little too big. It's pretty big. too big to miss. He appears back where he was originally. And for his third action... Ha. Uh, you can do it. There's not really much of anything he can do. Um, He is going to attempt to hide. He's just going to attempt to hide at this point. He's going to attempt to sneak from where he is. Uh, duck behind one of these boulders and attempt to hide. And that is a 37. And uh, I mean, it's supposed to be technically a secret check, but I'm the GM and uh, he's hidden from these things. So they will be flat footed to him going forward. Micah, though, something weird happened. Uh when Otari passed through, and I, I, I really need you to give me a fortitude save. All right. You noticed when you saw Otari, it looked like his body was covered in sores. Okay, thirteen for a twenty-three. Yeah, you don't, you don't feel great. You're not sure what yet, but something got a hold of you, buddy. Mister Stark, I don't feel so good. That's exactly what it is. All right, that's the end of his turn. Up next is this lovely little wispy boy right in front of Tacitus. And he's going to start with an intimidation on you, Tacitus. He is going to light up his glowing light and make that cackling grow louder and louder. And that's a 26 against your will, DC. So that is a hit, but that is not a crit. All right. Well, you are now frightened, Zewan. Okay. And in comes an attack. Ooh, that's a 37 to hit. That's a crit. That oh, reaction. God. I'm not going to be bad this time. Marcus, <laughs> 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 use your reaction. And I this is why there were so many questions as to... This is why there were so many questions as to what Marcus was. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you take seven less damage at the end of this, uh, and I don't think this is a strength-based creature, so I'm going to give it stupefied to well, if that, it chooses to damage. If it chooses to damage, all right, that works. I'll take stupefied too Stupefy! for him to take less damage on this crit because it's going to be gross. That's thirty-six points. Okay, down to. Okay, so 29 points of damage. Uh, I'm down to 7 HP. Oh, you know, uh, 17, excuse me. All right. And for its third and final action, it's going to make itself invisible. Oh, thank goodness it's gone. (laughs) Oh, thank God. 
Marcus, you're up. uh, Hold on. Before that, do you rule that reactions are given at the top of initiative or no? Because I technically wouldn't have been able to do that. I'll let you have it. Uh, I don't think I've ever... I remember that uh, when Solus was still alive, you know, praise up, um, you... uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Reactions were refreshed at the beginning of the turn order. Okay. Right. Well, you, yeah, you, yeah. you guys do round based reactions. Yeah, we do round based reactions. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Um, all right. So, Marcus, first action uh, uh, draws a scroll, and last two actions casts a, casts a spell. As you see, um, you see a sigil. Uh, you see a sigil form underneath your feet as you see a spiral continually just rotating is the spiral of life and phrasma as I cast sanctuary on you, my friend. On Solus? I'm sorry, on Tacitus? Hey. I'm sorry, Tacitus, yes. On Tacitus. Uh, praise up. Praise up. Praise up. All right, let's go ahead and throw sanctuary. I miss him. I missed him a lot today. What's your will DC on your... I guess it doesn't really matter, but your will DC on that will determine if it's any good for you or not. Yeah, I might, uh, I'll, I'll remind you. It's a, it's, a, it's a 20, but I'll remind you. Excellent. Asmordrin. Hmm. All right. I suppose I am going to... What to do, what to do. Uh, I'm going to give Tacitus a Elixir of Life. That's going to be two actions. Uh, that is a 6, 3, and a 1, plus 6. So 16 health back. Oh, thanks. Tacitus. And Excellent. I will spend an action to put another elixir into Tacitus's hand. Drink this, Tacitus. Uh, oh, thank you. Yes, uh, straight away. Excellent. So, healing potion and then another potion. Up next is one of these lovely little spaghetti boys. Spaghetti boys. Look like spaghetti with hair in it. It's really disgusting. In fact, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a picture of these things. I don't think you've ever like really looked at them, but they li- literally look like Cousin It as a ribbon dancer. So here you go. Oh, God, it's faces <laughs> sphincter. It is. Yeah. Uh. They're very interesting, yeah. but it looks like hair. It looks like it's a hairball the creature, hair yeah. from the Samara from the ring with yeah, a long ring, golden yeah. ribbon like in hair. it. Mm-hmm. It's gross, mm-hmm. and I love it. Oh, it looks like something like you'd, you'd pull out of a drain. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I pulled that out of my drain before. My wife has very long, I've, dark hair. I've pulled those out of drains many times. <laughs> All right. This little thingy-jingy. This little mm-hmm. bastard. Mm-hmm. What is it going to do? <laughs> I don't know. There's some really interesting things that they can do. You know what I'm going to do? Ha. All right. So, Cecil. Oh, no. No, I think we're going to go for Asmordrin. Asmordrin, this creature begins to kind of flitter and, and flap the air and make little motes of light all around your head. You know, you see little blasts of light and and movements of like this hair-like crap, the shadowy energy. And I need you to give me a will save. Ooh, those are not my best. (laughs) 
And I rolled a three for a total of ten. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. You're confused <laughs> for two rounds. Ah, that's fine. So you are currently confused and... Dazed. I will say that as long as you are confused, you cannot target one of these little uh, other types of wisps here. So if you are confused, you cannot target them. And for its third action, it is going to attempt to strike at Marcus. Mm -hmm. Here it comes. And not that great roll to five. That's an... I shouldn't have told you that. That's an 18. As a miss. All right. That's the end of its turn. Tacitus, you are hurt. You are spooked. You have a weird bottle in your hand. What do you do? Well, spiral uh, at your feet. First things first, I'm going to drain the bottle. Just down my gullet. <laughs> it's like, just pour it out onto the ground. Yeah, just, mm. <laughs> I do not recognize this. I must pour it out. <laughs> so that is a numbing tonic. You will gain five temporary hit points now and then also at the beginning of each of your turns. But this does not stack. So if you okay. take no damage, then you'll just maintain five temporary hit points. Okay. And of course, like if I take less than five damage, it just goes up to a maximum of five. Yep. Every okay. round you get five. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, then for my second action, I'm going to draw my sword. Uh, from the previous session, I already had my book in hand. And for my third action, I'm going to try to recall knowledge on this uh, wispy tendril looking sprite thing. Which one are you going to do exploit vulnerability or are you just going to recall knowledge? Uh, t- t- exploit vulnerability. On which one? Oh, um, the uh, the one da- right next to me, down into my left. All right, so there's one to the southeast five, sorry, southwest, southwest. five feet. I can't, yep. Why do I mess up my east and west? Probably because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Let's wow. get that, ex- that esoteric lore check. Okay. Okay. You can't say that about my buddy. Only I can do that. Yeah. Uh, also, just before I go, why would exploit vulnerability? Why would I have to specify this because, monster or the other one? Because a mortal weakness versus a personal antithesis. So if you fail, you just get a personal antithesis on this thing, right? I'm sorry. If it doesn't have a weakness, you just get a personal antithesis. You don't get a mortal mm. weakness that you build, oh, okay. right? Okay, yeah, and it says the target creature and only the target creature, right. not the creature exactly. type. Exactly. Got it, yeah. That's okay. why you need to tell me which one. All right. Yeah, All right. recall knowledge equals creature type. All right. Uh, that is a 10 for a, with my book, that is a 23. Yep, you are good. So you are okay. going to be able to uh, use a personal antithesis against this thing. It has no specific weaknesses. All right. I will tell you a little bit about it because that also works as a recall knowledge because of uh, uh, diverse lore, I believe. Yep. So this thing has no weaknesses. It is immune to magic. Straight up immune to magic. And... Uh, uh, reflex is its good save. This is what's known as a flicker wisp. It's a bit of a weaker type of wisp, um, but it's no less evil and malevolent than a regular will of the wisp. Uh, okay. And rather than feeding on fear, it sows confusion and gains power from the confusion of the, the creatures around it. Okay. All right, cool. 
Despicable. They're pretty awful. <laughs> Definitely submissive and breedable. Fucking. That's hell. not what I said. That's not what I said at all. That's not what he said. But I thought I mean, he said dickable. No, no, that's no, you. That's a you no, thing, buddy. What? No, what did you say? I said despicable. Oh, oh, like, okay. I heard despicable. All right. Oh, well, I don't know what enough. you mean. I heard Mike, uh, your honor. Mike, yeah. you've been alone for too long, buddy. Yeah, probably. You're looking at this hairy flicker wisp with the weird orifice on the front and getting excited. <laughs> He's like, that's uh, totally dickable. Nobody said would you say you haven't engaged in a while? It's been a little while, yeah. It has been a while. Engage with pussy. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's getting cut. Pussy. That's the pussy. The pussy is making me strange. Fuck. It's making me feel things. Okay. Oh my. Okay. You got two. You got one more action, I think. No, you're no, done. I don't. That's it. Yeah. No. Well, you know what? You have a you have a uh, personal antithesis on this thing, which will deal an additional four damage anytime you sneak it. Sneak it. But you know what? It's it's turn now. Don't forget to remove frighten. Yep. Remove your fear. I got you. Remove afraid. Not once. Not once. There is doing a crit, not crit. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely. Alrighty. The thing whose vulnerability you just exploited feels so exposed. You were catcalling it, calling it dickable. It is just not <laughs> happy with that at all. How dare you, first of all? Wow. <laughs> it needs to make a will saver become confused. <laughs> And it is so angry, it's going to try to smack you, which I know that I need. It says I need to succeed against a will save for Sanctuary. However, it has magic immunity. It do- so is it, it simply immune to damage, ma- or is it immune to the effects thereof? Christian, I'm going to call back to your old post as rules lawyer to help me out here, Does that buddy. mean that it just gets to automatically disbelieve illusions as well? Uh, the So, uh, as far as I recall... Unless the magic is actually affecting a real world object like Wall of Stone, and there's even arguments about techn- or telekinetic projectile, but I would say that this is clearly a magical effect, very similar to if you cast Slow on it or Charm or something mm-hmm. like that, that it would be immune to this effect. Well, you know what? First off, it's going to try to spook you because it's like, how dare you? I'm a strong, independent wisp, not dickable. And it's going to roll to frighten you by inverting its pussy. And that's going to be a toilet against your will. Jesus. Uh, my, my DC is 20. Well, that's not... Yo, no, that's this is against Tacitus. I'm sorry. This is oh, yeah. totally against Tacitus. God damn it. My will is 20 also. Oh, you're frightened again. Yeah, I bet. Yikes. You like that, Jake? He just left. He just left his seat. (laughs) Took off his headphones. (laughs) Sorry, I needed to recover after that. (laughs) Y'all are nasty. And for its its final action, for two actions, it's going to um, also create these little motes of light and shadowy energy that are in its inverted... Oh my! You can't, you can't help yourself, can you? I'm sorry. No, I can't. <laughs> Is that going to be the episode title? Me, I need you to I can't, can't help yourself. 
Well, you know what? I don't like this one bit. <laughs> I need you to give me another will save. All right. Fuck. Fell off my desk. 17 for a 26. You're fine. Hell yeah. That's the end of its turn. Cecil. Wow. Well, uh, let me tell you about all of the things I can't do to this thing. You got claws. Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally going to hit it. <laughs> but 27 didn't hit, right? Well, the other right, one is now invisible. Oh, right. Okay. Because that makes it easier. I understand. Um, so, again, you know, just like Christian was saying earlier with the argument against being able to hit it with telekinetic projectile you let me do it in a past combat i understand if you won't let me this time but that's like the only spell that i, I possibly will actually have. allow telekinetic projectile because you're just using magic to pass an object into it i well, think yeah, that's it's, perfectly it's, permissible well then the damage type is bludgeoning piercing and slashing right it's, it's not, not magical it's not any kind of magical trait so yeah all right, well, uh, I choose to um, attack the one that is next to my new friend Marcus and, and give him the the look. Give it the old one, too, buddy. Hey, oh, it's natural 19 nice. for 30. Natural 19. That's a hit, buddy. All right, cool. There we go. There we go. Sick. All right. Give it that smack. It's 3d6 for 16 damage. Ooh, that nice. might be the most damage you've ever dealt with Cecil in one round. Good job. I don't think that's true at all. I think I've seen just did. Those are just pretty good rolls. I was feeling all right about myself, but uh, down. Wow. Not allowed. Not allowed. Uh, all right. Well, um, <laughs> for my last action, I'll just, you know, look at the ground and kick some water, I guess. I don't know. Um, I mean, you could always frighten <laughs> or something like that. I mean, uh, yeah, sure. I'll look at the mm-hmm. incorporeal creature that is harrowing us and be like, "Go away!" <laughs> um, and I'll and I'll use my my last action to roll an intimidation. Here we go, Skibbity Bob. Another natural oh nineteen. Wow, that is bombs, a crit. Dude. It is frightening too. <laughs> wow, go away. Oh, that, 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 what's crazy is you you might have uh you might have crit with telekinetic projectile had you done that first. That's so wild. Yeah, you would have crit with uh, telekinetic projectile. I did I rolled two 19s in a row. No, I saying know, if you frightened it first, and crit. Frightened it first and then we're right. telekinetic projectile. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Womp womp. Oh well. Womp womp. That's the womp, end womp, womp, womp. of your turn and an Otari seeing this happen is going to try to uh capitalize on it and Emerge from your shadow, Cecil. I was like, can <gasps> I can can I request that he uses my shadow? Since I saw that it affected Tacitus, I wish you would use my shadow. Or, 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 or I guess my my question would be: <laughs> Did I did I notice that it affected Tacitus after Otari left him and flew through us, or no? I don't know. I don't know that you would have seen it. He would have had to say something about feeling off. Okay, um, that's fine. That's fine. Especially since he doesn't really have effects of anything yet, right? Sure. Um, and it emerges from your shadow, and it's going to make a strike at the flat-footed, frightened AC of this thing because it was mm. hidden from mm. it. Mm. Mm. Sure showed him. So here, sure, get out of here! I don't want goes. you anymore. I rolled a two, but it's still a hit. 
Because of all those conditions, Because man. of all the conditions. Exactly. It's minus and four. This, he actually does a lot, and he does sneak da- sneak attack damage. Ayo. So that's 16 points of damage from just the attack, and another... How much sneak attack does he do? Extra 2d6 for another four points of damage. It is dead. That ends this wisp down from a combination of frightened telekinetic projectile and a shadow strike by Otari. This thing is gone, gone. But Cecil, I need you to give me a fortitude save, please. Uh, no. Mm, Too bad. (laughs) Shit, I thought that would work. Uh, All right, here we go. Uh, natural five for a 13. You don't feel the greatest. Mm, why not? Mm, reasons. Oh, my. Because <laughs> you failed a fortitude save. Right. Mm, elaborate. All righty. So first Mercy. action, you don't know what this thing did because it is invisible. <gasps> invisible? It reminds me of like XCOM when it's just like enemies turn and you can't see anything. Like, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Second action. Uh, you feel something shocking maybe brush up or onto you as Mordrin. Here huh. comes this bolt of electricity at your body against your flat-footed AC. That's a 35 to hit. That is critical hit. Ooh. Uh, here it comes. Here it comes. I'm going to go ahead and reaction for doing... 32 points of electrical damage. You take seven less. So that's 25 points of electrical damage. And for its third action, it is going to make a strike at Tastus. That is a 15 on my flat check as well to end my confused condition. Perfect. You're good. You are no longer oh, confused. You are now confuzzled. You're no longer. It's just your flat no. 15, right? That's that's a. It's a DC 11 flat check. Anytime yeah, DC you 11, damage exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So final attack on our buddy Tacitus, who is flat footed and spooked. Oh, not that great. That's a 19 to hit. Uh, that is a miss. Just barely. Boo. Uh, against your flat foot. Yeah, look at yep, that. Yep, shit. it is. Well, damn. Boom. Marcus, you are up. It is okay. still uh, in Feeble 2. I will spend my first action to cast Lay on Hands on uh, on on uh, Asmordrin for 18 hit points restored. Nice. Thank you. Uh, and then... I will spend one action using my. uh, I'm going to try undead lore to identify this creature, uh, uh, this flaming skull of a creature. Is is undead lore okay or no? Uh, I'll allow it. Natural 19 for a 28. This is a will o' wisp. Straight up. This is a will-o'-wisp. Um, okay. No weaknesses. 
No, uh, no resistances, but it is, again, immune to magic. And these things love to feed on the fear of those around it. They like swamps, right. and they are very closely tied to Nimbaloth. Uh, is the creature incorporeal or no? No, it is not incorporeal. Okay. All right. I will just go ahead and make a strike with the dagger then. Uh, it's a 28 to hit. That's a miss. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, no. This thing is mm-hmm. this thing's pretty spooky. I'm I'm gonna say. Yeah, you got another action, right? You can you can smack no, at it no, again. No, uh, right? lay on hands, recall knowledge, strike. Oh, you need to lay on hands. I forgot about the lay on hands. All right, our newly unconfused flesh warp alchemist, Asmordrin, having come to after being given a little electroshock therapy. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try create a diversion. Ooh, that's a new one. I let's, like that. let's let's talk I about like create a diversion. That is a deception skill. It is against the creatures that can see you or you know, around you their perception. Uh, if you are successful, you become hidden to them. Thusly, they are flat-footed to you. Any future attempts for 1 minute regardless if they succeed or fail, take a minus 4. Kind of like the old, who's that behind you? And then they look, and then you do it again. Who's that behind you? They're like, I'm not falling for that again. again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I'm actually, it'll affect both of them, but I'm actually going for the little hairball. Um, That is a 12 on the die for a total of a 21 against its perception. Against its perception, DC. So against the little hairball... Meet to beat. Yeah, I kind of figured out against the other one. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't figure I was gonna get him anyways. So my bonus is decent, but not the best. You are hidden to him. Perfect. I am going to huck a junk bomb at him. Actually, I'm gonna go with fire. Let's go with an alchemist fire. That is oh a natural twenty. I guess I didn't need to do that. (laughs) Nice to waste an action. All right, give me that damage on that crit. Oh, that is a seven and an eight. So that is 34 points of Describe fire damage. Describe your kill. Ooh. Direct Ooh. hit with the alchemist fire, just covering it in flame as it kind of like flies in a circle quickly trying to put it out and then just kind of whoo, circles the drain down into the water. And you love the scent of burning hair. If you ever smelt that before, it's a lovely smell. Mm, it's the best. And mm, so good. Burning spussy. Hi. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> burning red. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. Um, All these is... have to leave. I can't. Mm, no, not me. Um, I'm going to move over here, and Muckwort is going to grab a. Over here, being to the southwest Be, of Tacitus, yes, in the where the hairball just died. Exactly. And then I will muckwort with his free action. Will simply grab up a elixir of life. Mm, life, and elixir. that's my turn. Tacitus, older than life itself, mm-hmm. found confused on a wheelchair, 
found confused on top of the pavilion. Tacitus, how can you possibly be useful here? Let's see what you do. Well, we'll see here. Um, I'm going to uh, take one step to my north. So now I'm standing to the left of the uh, Will-O-Wisp. And with one swift motion, I'm going to swap out my tome for my mirror and reflect myself to the other side of the Will-O-Wisp. So now I'm flanking it with myself. And I'm going to try to attack it with my third action. Look at you! Clutch mirror actions. Gotta love them. Okay. Uh, So rolling to hit. It's an 18 for a 30. That's a Mm -hmm. hit. All right. Uh, Rolling for damage now. Not bad. Uh, 16 points of damage. Oh, yeah. That is not bad at all. That's uh, the first damage that's actually been done to this thing so far. Nothing to shake a stick at. Very, very nice. Cecil, can you replicate your success last round against a much stronger foe? Heck yeah. I can sure give it my best. I am going to cast Telekinetic Projectile again. And you can't stop me. Oh, <laughs> I won't try. Unless oh, I roll a natural three. You stopped yourself. Success. I stopped. Um, okay. Uh, and then I, I, I look at the creature and I will attempt to do the, <laughs> the same intimidation check that I did the first time and be like, I... I no idea if you couldn't see, but we're a little busy. If you could please excuse yourself from the room. After I threw the rock for another intimidation check. Here we go. Roll the dice. Uh, 27? That intimidates it. <laughs> Again, if you had done that first. He's probably he three wouldn't have been successful. I don't care, but I'm just saying you should get in the <laughs> habit of like, if you're going to frighten something, first action. It's true. Mm-hmm. Thanks, though. That and they take no penalty. All righty. Up next is again Otari. And he appears in Marcus's shadow and makes a strike against this will o wisp. Ah, uh, that's a miss. That's a 23 to hit. Ugh. And it appears back where it was before. And there's not really much else it can do. Um, surround it. Surround it quickly if you can. Natural 12 for 23 fortitude save. You are fine on that fort save. Thank you for getting it before I asked for it. That's the end of Otari's turn. Unfortunately, he can't do a whole lot from up on top of this plinth. So for this thing's first action... It is going to attempt to intimidate Marcus. Mm-hmm. Here comes an intimidation as as you see uh, the face of this will-o'-wisp as it, as it realizes your darkest fears. The skull DC turns 21. into Atia's face. Oh, that's cold, man. That's cold. And the flesh melts away off of it. Oh, and that's going to be Daddy a 28 like that. against your will, DC. Mm. Daddy Marcus does not appreciate that. That is a frightened Z1. For its second action, it disappears. And for its third action, it does something that you're not sure what it does, but it feels like it's feeding off of you somehow. 
Marcus. You can't mm. really explain it. Okay. So it's like sapping my life force? More like your emotions. It's okay. like a psychic vampire as it feeds upon your fear. Your fear. Mm. Your fear is delicious, Marcus. And Marcus, you're up. You cannot Marcus see Marcus will say, is, is, let's get close to to this uh, did, did he exclaim his name as Otari, or did, did the group came, come no, up with that? No, I don't think anybody's actually said who he is, and nobody knows. He, he hasn't said who he was. He was against my better judgment. Let's get close to this ghost. He has been helping us this entire time. As he will go ahead and move 15 feet over. Uh, he will then... How is Tacitus looking uh, health-wise? Uh, just over half full. I'm not bad. Okay. Um, you'll see him pull out a... Well, no, you can't pull out the scroll because he's... He's got the hooded lantern in his hand. Well, the, yeah, he's, he actually, he's got his knife. So, yeah, he'll switch out. He'll basically put his lantern on his hip, turn it off, pull out a scroll. And then with his last action... I have to retcon something real quick, and I don't want to interrupt too much. When it feeds sure. upon your fear... It appears again. You can see it. I apologize. I screwed that oh. up. It is still there. He will take out a scroll with his first action, strike with his second action, and then stride with his third one. So let's see. I'll go ahead and attack. So first one, first action, uh, swap out for a scroll. Second action, attack. Natural 19 for uh, 32 to hit. It, and I have to take my frightened off, is a hit out of 32. Okay. Uh, That's going to be 2d6, correct? Uh, 2d6 plus 2. It's 8 plus 2 is 10 points of piercing damage. I'll go ahead and put that in there. There's your 10. All right. Chipping it down. And then he will stride with his third action and lose his frightened condition. That'll be my turn. All righty. You know what's silly? We haven't been doing the whole, like, we're in the water and you're flat-footed to everything this entire combat. Did you state how deep? You said it was, like, knee-deep? Yeah, three, how deep no, it was, it was three, three feet. feet deep, he said. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't no, think I it would have really affected anything up to this point because my whiffs have been hard whiffs. All right, well, we can just take that into account moving forward. No, exactly. Yeah. We're going to take it into account moving forward that it is water and you are flat-footed in it unless you have the underwater marauder feet. Underwater well, that means water. it's also difficult terrain, so I don't know if Marcus could have gotten that far. I would make it to here. Yeah, so five foot less than where you went. Yeah, but I actually Excellent. don't think it's even affected this fight. It hasn't yet. No, that's what I'm saying. It hasn't affected this fight at all yet. Nobody's been... Um, I've not been close enough to hit any of you, and these things are flying, so they're not flat-footed in the water. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, as Mordrin. You're up. All right. Uh, light bomb. Light bomb. Uh, 15 Frag on the out. die. That's a 27. So I think that's a miss. That's a mess. Four points of poison damage. Oh. Light bomb. Light bomb. 
10 on the die or uh, that's not going to be no, it. No, not going to do it. Not even a, that's a critical miss. That's yeah, that's that's bad. And spend my last action to give Muckwort two. He is going to scamper his way over to Tacitus and feed him that elixir of life. Eat it! Nom, 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 uh, nom, nom, that nom. is four, four, and two on the die, so that is a total of 16 life to Tacitus. Delicioso. Shut up. And that's my turn. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you can only speak German, no other language. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it, English is English. still allowed. Okay. <laughs> no, nope, not English. He just that said game German. That we played. I don't think we ever released it as Patreon content. If if I can find the re- we never recorded it, but there was a game of Delta Green that we played that Micah's character was a time traveling Viking. Or something yep. like that. And he spoke in Middle English the whole time, right? Or Old English? Uh, old English. Old combination English. of old, old English and uh, German. The whole time. It was rad. Yeah, not recording something funny. does make it really hard to put on a podcast. Yeah, you uh, means, <laughs> means you can't prove it. So, you know, you're just going to have to believe it. Okay. We'll have to just do it again. Just yeah. do it again. All right. Tacitus. Okay. <clears throat> Lengthy uh, first ball things, sack in the flesh. <laughs> uh, first things first, I'd like to try to exploit vulnerability. Do what you want. Okay. You got my four damage on it, correct, Trevor? I did. Okay. Okay. 12 for a 25. That's a success. Hell Mom. yeah. You're just going to do an extra four points of damage on it from its personal antithesis. Yes. All right. Um, then I'm going to reactivate my shield and reflect myself onto the other side of it. Your mirror, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my mirror, yeah. Okay. Then... Oh, okay. Then I'm going to rummage around in my, uh, my little baggie of goodies. Get that vial I got the other session filled with all the goop. You like to fly around, do you? Now be stuck to the ground. And I dump it on its head and I attack it. The goop. Nice. The goop. Give me that attack against this flat-footed AC. Rolling to hit. Sorry, where is that? Where the fuck is that? All right. Where the fuck is it? (laughs) How to 19 for 31. Holy shit. So many 19s. Wait, Mm -hmm. it's only a 31 with a 19? Boo. Uh, Yeah. What a loser. That's a hit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know how many things we've fought lately that we have to roll like a 16 or higher? That's true. That's a hit though, right there. Okay. Now rolling for damage, then add four to this. Ooh, good damage. 17 damage. Plus four, 21 points of damage. That's pretty good. Good job. Implement empowerment's in there already. Yeah, it's in there already. Yeah, but but not um. Not, not the personal, personal, personal is correct. Is not personal. Correct. Got you. Got yeah, you. Exactly. So that's what did twenty-one points of damage. Very, 21. very cool. Very legal and very cool. <laughs> very legal. Very cool. <laughs> <gasps> All right. That's that's. Isn't that the end of you? Uh, that was action. That's number a weird two. way of saying that, but yeah. alright. <laughs> that's a weird way of <laughs> saying that. that. Ex- Isn't that the exploit, end of you? Exploit, exploit mirror attack. Mirror oh yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. Good call. I know. Drake, you're up. <laughs> wow. Frightened. Cecil, I what are we going to do? Yeah, drop. let's frightened. drop your frightened. 
Alright, cool. Well, I'm gonna use my um Grab it. Go grab it. Maybe you'll get oh, lucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um well let me tell I would literally have to roll a natural twenty to do anything with my I just I have to roll a nineteen, thing. I think, to hit or no, seventeen to hit it. Yeah, normally. Well, I have like a better <laughs> chance of like you know scaring it more or something. So I'm I'm gonna try Not to intimidate it. You've already you oh, can't I can't, it. Yeah. I can't yeah. double scare him. Nope. Mm. Anyone else can scare him, but you cannot. Me. No, he hasn't succeeded at intimidating this one, did he? Yeah. No, he did. He yeah, that's right. Frightened one. Nineteen yeah. or something. Yeah. Frightened one. Frightened yeah. one. I'm really good at spooking you. High charisma, man. That's right. Mm. Uh, Face so characters are the best. We're gonna cast telekinetic projectile for a third time. So let's roll to attack. Nice. A 28 with a natural oh, 17. That's a mess. Mm, shit. Um, just barely a mess, actually. Well, fuck. I'm so sorry. Uh, I had to rub it in somehow. I'm going to move towards uh, the Otari Spectre. Can I climb up? Can I scamper up onto this rock next you to him? Absolutely, or is there not can space? scamper up on the rock next to him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make myself acquainted. Why, well, Cecil? Cecil, get move up a little. He, he has to go through your shadows. He could flank with Tacitus. No, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has it over there. So, how long does your mirror illusion last? Is it just till the end of the turn? It mo- it uh, lasts until the beginning of my next turn. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Or if so, I just uh, so unfortunately, it cannot flank with Tacitus. It can just get near him. That's what it's going to try. It's going to show up in the space near Tacitus and uh, attack this spooky boy. Rises up out of your shadow, and as he does, he yanks out a couple of these throwing daggers and hucks it at him. Here it comes. That is. A miss. Poop. 26 to hit is a miss. Sucks for you. He appears back on the other side. There's really nothing else he can do. Because uh, he is stuck over here. So it's starting to make a lot of sense why Otari died. <laughs> Stone fucking Damn. Dome. Damn. <laughs> Holy shit. That's All funny. Alrighty. Oh, whisper for walking. I'm sorry. Wow, you're really proud of that. I'm so <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> he is going to give a little strike at Tacitus, who seems to have been doing a lot of not good things to you know what? I don't know. I don't know. This thing that keeps hucking bombs at him. He's going to move towards him. And he's going to make a strike at Asmordran. Here it comes. Oh my god. That's a 37 to hit. That's a critical hit. (laughs) Alright, Asmordran. Here it comes. I'm so sorry, buddy. Middling damage. 28 points. And for its third action, it will disappear. That's the end of its turn. Marcus, you're up. You can't see a thing. It is here. You saw it disappear, but you can't be sure exactly of its position. What Hmm. do you do? Okay. Is it still in the same spot? 
Because I have motion sense. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's still in the same spot, Marcus. Go go after it before it moves. All right, then. As uh, he trudges through the water. It's going to be um, two actions to get there. Two actions to get here. Yeah. And he will make a strike into the air. DC 11, I assume. Yep. DC 11. It's hidden, but you know the general area. That's an A. That's an automatic meows. I'm sorry. That's all gone. As Mardrin. I am. You don't have to seek to find it. You know where it is. You still have to succeed against the concealment check. I'm going to huck a shrapnel bomb. That is a 13 on the flat check. Good, good. And that is another natural 20. That oh will do. God. Oh my god. That'll do big. That'll do. And six and a five on the die, so that is going to be 22 damage plus another four slashing damage. And two persistent bleed damage if it takes Describe bleed. your kill. Yes! As it appears briefly in a blinding flash of light. <laughs> As Mordoran can kind of sense its movements and he hopes for the best and throws a bomb and it just dives right into it thinking it'll dodge it and it just gets completely covered in shrapnel winking out and plopping into the water and that concludes your combat with these wisps on the whole I think it went rather well Marcus and Tacitus are both afflicted with something you don't feel the effects yet but you know something is off. Uh, how is everyone doing? I'm a little I'm a little banged up. Mm, I felt better. I don't know why I feel bad, but I do. I'm gonna say you didn't get touched the whole combat. <laughs> I've been better. <laughs> I'm I mean, just a little bitch. <laughs> You guys are being real mean to me right now. In terms of time of day, what time is it relatively, GM? I think relatively, uh, I think it's probably about, I would say about 2, 3 p.m. Okay. Um, You'll see Marcus go, he goes, well, it's time to try this out. You'll see him wrap these beads, uh, beads around his wrist and he goes to cast... A spell on you as you see a spiral appear on your chest as it rejuvenates you as he casts heal at first level. As Marcus cast heal at first level. All right. And that's going to be 1d8 plus 8. That's a 6 plus 8 for 14 hit points restored to Asmordrin. Nice. Pretty useful. Wonderful. Very cool. Those are those are nice little prayer beads, aren't they? Mm-hmm. T- Tacitus, how, how are you doing? I'm actually doing quite well. Ah. As you're all talking about this, you can hear the Otari or the Spectre, the Shade, call out. Is everybody okay? They've had me cornered here as long as I can remember. Thank you so much. I, I believe we're all in one piece. Who, who are you? What? Oh my! Uh, my name's Otari, Otari Lavashti. Oh, were you oh, named you after that town? Uh, what, a town? What? Mm, it's the town above what? here. 
where were my friends? They were were just here. How long have you been dead? Be kind about it, Asmordrin. He may not remember. I don't know. I, I didn't say it's mean. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, what year is it? Uh, he may not be aware that he's even dead. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm very aware that I'm dead. Just, uh, how, how long? I don't. Where are my friends? Did they make it out alive? What is the canyon year for you guys in this adventure path? Uh, it is Ooh. going to be... The year the adventure path came out, I believe. 70... Is it 74... 20? No, 47. It's 47, 20. Sorry. 19 or 20, depending on how 47, you play 20. Yeah. 47, 20. 47, okay. 20. Okay. We're living in the year 47, 20, baby. Yeah, he goes, it's 47, 20. Is that, is that by Aridin Reckoning? Yes. I've been here for 500 years. I mean, I know I've been here for a while, but that's a long... They're all dead. Everyone I knew, all dead. I'm starting to think the town was named after this guy. It seems that way. A town? Mm, Yes. There is a town here named in your honor... It is one of the largest libraries in this part of the nation. A large oh, following dedicated to your memory. That's that's amazing. Oh, that's, I Do don't you want to see it. it? We could gather your bones and take you there. That's nothing I deserved. I wasn't I wasn't the best man in life. I know that now. You can't go back and change it though, can you? Hmm. Perhaps not, but you might be able to help us now. This may be uh, bad news for you to hear, but it seems that Belcora may be mustering her strength and using this fortress for another attack or advance. Wait, she... She's still alive? Uh, I remember. Somehow Belcora has returned. I remember. She... She... She threw me across the room, down the stairs, and brought them down upon me. Uh, no, we didn't know. We didn't know what was here. Somebody sent us to go look for treasure, said that there was a tower out here. We could find something. A little coin. Somebody from Absalom sent us. Well, we didn't know. I didn't know until until I f- pulled myself out of the rubble. Oh, I made made my way through here trying to trying to dodge the chaos that I could assume was after her death, but now I don't even know. I found out what this thing was in those few days before I climbed up here, and I guess I died. This this place is, is much older than even Belcora knew. Are you saying she did not build this place? Not all of it. You know, you know of the serpent folk... Would I know of the serpent folk? You could roll uh, society, yeah. Yeah. like like yeah, nature me... society. Society, esoteric would work yep. minus two. Yep. Rolling for that. Wow, I don't, I don't, I don't have any of that. Would that natural be... one? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a a plus one society, so I guess I'll I'll go for it. I got a seventeen. Eh, how about that? 
Are they common you knowledge? Cecil, you don't know who they are. Um, and, uh... <laughs> Tacitus, you think that they are a troop of traveling clowns that make balloon snakes. The serpent folk. <laughs> I rolled an 11 for 15, so I wouldn't know anything more nope, than... you wouldn't know. But you at least don't think that they're a traveling carnival that makes balloon snakes. It's clear to me the carnival is in town. We must drive them out before they cause any ruckus. I hate the circus. Uh, uh, I, I guess I've been gone for a long time, if that's what they're calling the serpent folk now. I'm going to grab a foot. Oh, you, you're going to keep collecting feet? I'm going to... I was going to give it to Tacitus for his esoteric lore. Oh, cool. Thank oh, you. You mean, you mean the bonus? Foot of Otari. That's got to be Otari. No, 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 no. That's Mar- base. Mar- no, I like Marcus that. Marcus no, Marcus oh, would you. definitely step in if you're trying to take bones. Marcus would definitely step okay. in. Sounds like this is a thievery check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as much as it to me, Willie's not looking. Per, perception DC is 19. All right. I'm going to roll here in Foundry for you. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> Quick, as Mojan, he's not looking. <laughs> oh my god! As uh, Margot say, uh, and as Mojan, what are you doing? Please don't tell me you're trying to take the bones of this, un- this spirit we're trying to put to rest. Don't, don't, don't we do that? Don't, shouldn't we take the bones back to the, the Dawnflower? And I'm sure they would want to to inter him properly. Let's just gather them all up here. I'll put them in this sack. All of them at once, please. Oh, that's going to be hard. Now hold it open. You you do the ceremonial shove into the sack then. All right. And he'll he'll assist as Mordrin. This place was built as a place of power for the being that Belcora worships. Lady Rushlight, Nimbaloth, it doesn't matter. Terrible awful power lies deep below the ground here. Belcora's ancestors found this place and built a shrine upon it and she continued their work and built the gauntlet. It's a weapon. She means to use it to deploy her forces into the walls of Absalom. You say she's back. I knew there was something happening. I could feel something growing beneath us. I can feel it's a malign influence spreading by the day, and if what you're saying is correct, and Belcoy is back, it could be none but her. She has to be stopped. We, we, if my, if my friends defeated her, it was by blind luck alone. There's no way we could have st- stood against her at the height of her power. I don't know. Sam Zavardian, he, he didn't make it ten seconds before it wiped his mind. Was he the wizard? Yes. Mm. He couldn't even raise a single a single hand before he was reduced to a, a gibbering shell of his former self. I don't know I don't know how how they how they were able to stop her. But if she's back, he may not be able to again. Well that's very comforting. I cannot leave from here, but I could feel this floor something is happening here on this floor i don't know what it is but it's 
It's a manifestation of fear and pain. It's it's blocking a lot of my ability to see further, like a, a barrier of some sort, though I haven't been able to investigate it, having been stuck here. Perhaps you can look, have you seen anything that might match that description, like a a barrier or a wall or some some well of power? There's a barrier around the corner in front of some stairs going down. Yes. As she's grown in power, she's taken steps to protect herself. I feel the tortured souls of the dead there. She's using them to power this barrier. Perhaps you could break it. Perhaps there's a way. He moves a little bit and, and, you know, tries to rummage through his things. Though he's incorporeal, he can't really move his body very well or, or his clothing or the things around it until his hand lands on something specific. And he grabs something off the ground. It's a small zipper. Not zipper. There's no zippers here. The fuck? It's a small pouch, like a belt pouch. And he holds it out. Somehow these are very connected to me. Probably because they were the thing closest to me in life. These these are my thieves' tools. I guess you could say it's a connected to me part of my soul. I don't really care what it is. But if you can take this and the similar objects that my friends may have carried with them, maybe their connection to the power that killed Belcora be able to let you pierce the veil and enter deeper into Gauntlet. There might be some stuff back in town. I know that there are several collectors around there. You are welcome to my things. I wonder if Billion's kid's coloring book would be helpful. Help me, coloring book? What do you... What do you mean? Oh, it's this book we found in here. What was that thing called? The the Whispering Reeds. That's the one. And if a ghost could become ashen, Otari just <laughs> did. You don't have it with you. Keep that thing away from me. Keep that thing away from me. Never bring it near me. Oh, no. Well, it's in the town. Oh, no. No, we don't have it. It consumes just as she consumes. It wants as she wants. It's evil. I wouldn't even touch it if I were you. Don't dare read from the pages. I don't think the Billiams family can read, so I Pulls think we're... It you, and it tears at you until there's nothing left. But you may have what I what I once carried in life. And he gestures towards his, his things. My dagger is there, the one that I didn't lose. And that's Skull of the Minotaur. And uh, my armor... And I have this key. And he hands you, or not hands you, he gestures towards a dagger. And uh, if you asked him, he would explain very easily that this is what's known as a dagger of venom. It's a plus one striking dagger that when you crit succeed, the target becomes sickened one with a DC 19 fort save. They have to do a fort save um, or they're sickened. And you can also use a free action to target a character that or a creature that you just damaged with a dagger and force them to roll a fortitude save against 
persistent poison damage and enfeebled. It's pretty cool, pretty cool. There's also this leather is plus one studded leather armor. You have Otari's Thieves tools, and you have a snake key. The sneaky key um, allows you, if you are an expert in thievery, um, you can use this as a talisman. You affix it to your armor, and if you activate it, uh, any attempt to pick a lock that is a critical failure, you get a failure instead. I miss Yosef. <laughs> Nobody else does. <laughs> oh my I'm God. sorry. Ouch. Fuck. Oh, God. Okay. I didn't. I didn't miss him at all. I just made a character completely revolved around him. See, <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna throw these in party loot because I haven't been doing that. So here they go into the party loot. Um, what kind of armor does or as Mordrin and Tacitus? I know Billiam has plus one armor. Does Tacitus and as Mordrin have plus one? Armor yeah, as well? I have a yeah. plus one chain shirt. I have okay. plus one leather. Okay, Marcus will ask for the plus one studded leather if no one else is going to use it. Sure, sure. Sweet. If if I were to guess, the the items that were closest to uh, to them, a Sephina had a brooch uh, with the religious symbol of her god, Erastal. I would look for that. Um, Zarmavdi, and he had a he had a spell book kept all his notes and he was always scribbling in that thing that was probably the closest thing the thing that represents him the most and Vol she had the winnow if any of those things survived they may be useful they may be useful in, in, in stopping and breaching the barrier and give you the ability to try to stop Belcora before she causes more damage I don't suppose you would have any idea where they may have fell, if they fell down here at all? Ah, uh, I didn't see them. I lived for several days after falling low. I was attacked by a, a minotaur. I was able to kill it. I ran across some mist stalkers. I, I took one of them, but one of them injured me grievously. And there was an Atuya here gave me filth fever. I think that's what finally took me. I gave it as good as it gave me, though. I don't know that it survived. I stayed here until I passed on. I think I probably would have made it if not for the fever. But you, you can, you can stop this where I fail, where they failed. Put an end to this before she makes her way back to the surface and leads her armies against Absalom. Well, I think we might have a little more exploring to do to find some of these relics you speak of. Yeah, this is a veritable maze down here. Don't even know where to begin looking. Well, there was that door on the other side of the room full of more of those hellbore creatures. I do think that that book, I remember the, the, the fellow, remember he has the book behind the impenetrable glass. He doesn't have the key anymore or has to go get it. I have no idea what it is you're talking about. No, that's right. I think everyone that was there when that happened is dead. Um, William would know. Anyways, I think I know where the book is. Oh, right. The Wizard's Journal. I think the Winnow is in town as well. 
It's it's one of the one of the, the people there's a collector, I believe he has the window. You're talking about Osif? Yeah. Because isn't that the one that uh Solus lost in the blood pile and was going to be put in prison he yep. had to go back yep. and get <laughs> yeah, oh yeah that sounds right yep I remember that now <laughs> that's actually in possession of the Dawnflower oh okay as a historical artifact that just that just leaves the brooch I think and pondering that question where this brooch is what it is if it even exists anymore will have to burn in your mind until we come back next week. Oh, man. Oh, oh. I feel Fetch like quest. this happens every episode. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>